Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Scott. Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you? Hello, Ryan. How are you, man? I'm doing great. Doing really great. Excited to speak with you. Uh, so my audience of Morning Upgraders know who they're listening to. Why don't we kick this conversation off with you telling everyone you know, who you are, what you do for a living, and then give us uh, one thing that's going really well in your life right now. My name is Scott Raven. I am currently a multi-location owner of a franchise called Premier Martial Arts. Premier Martial Arts is a rapidly expanding martial arts franchise dedicated to teaching students of all ages, the benefits of physical, mental, and emotional aspects that martial arts brings with. I have been doing that for the last couple of years after a long career in large corporate America, doing what we affectionately know down here as the Atlanta rotation, hopping from large company to large company to large company, and bigger titles, bigger uh, responsibilities, more money, etc., In the latter part of the 2010s, there were a number of things that occurred to me professionally that I decided that I wanted to choose an alternate path in terms of not only what I wanted to do with my life, but also how I would be fulfilled by it and leave a legacy. And it was at that time that two other things were happening. Number one, my son was beginning martial arts at an independent location. At the same time, Premier Martial Arts approached me in terms of being a multi-territory owner with them. So everything just kind of came together. And uh, I have been on this phenomenal journey for the last couple of years. Obviously, I probably would have picked better timing in terms of starting this right as COVID launched. I'll put it that way. So I certainly have had my fair share of challenges and learnings and things that have not gone the way that I have expected. But if anything, I feel like this journey has really developed my perseverance, my resolve, my belief that regardless of whatever life throws at me, I can overcome it and I can achieve so long as I have the right mindset and skill set to do so. And that's a great confidence to have. It's a great internal confidence to have. So I hope that answers the question. It does. And I want to talk about, you said you, you learned some lessons going through COVID or we're still going through it, but, and yeah, the attitude and the perseverance that you've developed and everything you've pulled from this experience. I want to talk about that for sure. Uh, just give us, give us one thing that's going really well in your life as well. What that's going really well in my life is that the family life is incredibly strong. Oftentimes you hear about folks who get into franchise business ownership and suddenly they are in a position where their entire life is sucked up by the business and they can't escape being in the business, for lack of a better term. And what I've been able to do, particularly with a lot of the changes I've made recently, I've been able to start to move myself from being in the business to be able to work on the business and ensure that 
I'm prioritizing myself in terms of my health, my wealth, my happiness, but I'm also prioritizing my family in terms of having those moments or being there, particularly for my son and daughter, to be able to help them grow and succeed in life. Are they in your, uh, your karate school? They are, actually. All three of us are. So my son just recently became the first ever brown belt that uh, are at my locations. I actually am a student myself. I'm one rank behind him with my green belt. And my daughter just got her orange belt all this past December. So one big martial arts family. That's amazing. My daughter does Taekwondo, my youngest daughter, and she loves it. It must be a very fulfilling career because at least at least I look at the Taekwondo school that she goes to and you know they're family run you could tell they care about the kids they, they, you could tell they take the development of the kids very seriously beyond just self-defense but just who they are you know how they take care of themselves how much they read it must be very fulfilling it is very fulfilling Obviously, there is a financial consideration to doing this, that I'm placing a big financial bet on myself that everything that I've invested will see a monetary return for years to come. But if that were the sole reason that I was doing this, I would probably be doing something else. I needed something where the stories from the people I interacted with were such that they felt through interfacing with me or my business that I was able to make their life a little bit better. And that's something that is deeply personal to me. And that's something that I enjoy being able to deliver on. That's great, Scott. Let's quit talk about the business and challenges you meant, you know, what I love, you know, you took a crappy situation and, and you're like, well, yes, it's crappy, but here's what I'm learning. And here's the person I'm growing into. And so I love that you pulled the, the positive things from this, you know, this situation. But what have you learned beyond that? What have you learned? What has helped you navigate you know, mindset and all of that? What can you share with us? Sure, absolutely. These past couple of years being a business owner, you have your pro formas, your forecasts in terms of what you thought was going to happen. And I remember vividly putting my pro forma together in October 2019, this is when I made the decision to go on this journey right before COVID hit. And I figured to myself, 2020 was going to be an investment year. It was not going to look pretty from a financial standpoint. But in 21, tide would turn and that would be the start of my pathway to success. 2020 played out, generally speaking, exactly how I thought 2021 did not. And a number of reasons why, some of them circumstantial, some of them based on uh, things that I was not doing correct from an operational standpoint, some of them simply because I did not bring the right people in, not that they weren't skilled, but they didn't have the right fit for the culture that I was trying to produce. And through it all, it was a case that if I wasn't stronger willed, I probably would have left. I probably would have said, you know what? I'm done. I've tried this. It's not working. Let me go ahead. Let me cut my losses now. Right. But with what I have learned in life and the perseverance that I had in this particular year, I took all of those, you can call them failures if you want, 
and I turned them into learnings. I turned them into, okay, something went wrong. That's not the point. The point is twofold. Number one, did you make a good decision at the time you could? There's a great book out there by a uh, poker player and now consultant, Annie Duke, called Thinking in Bets. And one of the key mantras in the book is, do not confuse a good result with a good decision because decisions and results can be different. So I had to go back and take a look at all of my bad results and say, knowing what I know now, did I make a good decision at the time that I could? And if I didn't, what did I learn so I can improve my decision-making process? The second was then to take what I learned and apply it to my future decisions so that the things that I knew needed to be addressed in order to for me to fulfill my charge and my legacy that I acted upon. There's another great book by a gentleman of Tommy Breedlove. I know that you know him well. And his very first chapter is called Take Action. And it's one thing to be able to learn from bad experiences. It's a completely different one in order to be able to act on them in order to do better. So that's something that I definitely put into place starting towards the end of 21 into now. And I'm happy to say that I'm starting to see the benefits of those. It's still a long journey for me. It's a marathon, not a sprint, but I'm starting to see the benefits. I love how methodical you are with just analyzing the situation and, and, uh, pulling from resources like Tommy's book. And I know we're part of his, his mastermind community, legendary, legendary life community. So he's sort of like a board of directors to bounce ideas off of and learn from. But yeah, it looks like it sounds like you were very strategic in analyzing the situation and uh, just working your way through it. Were you that way in corporate world? I would say I was until corporate politics got the better of me. And One thing I learned in my journey in things that did not go right for me was that I have a complete disdain for politics, for lack of a better term. And it was something that ended up putting me into poor positions that I started to uh, elevate up the ranks. And I realized from that that I had one of two choices in life. Either one, get better at politics and continue to do the same thing that you're doing. But at the end of the day, I don't feel I would have been true to myself. I would have been highly successful from a resume standpoint, from a wealth standpoint, etc. But I would not like the person I looked at in the mirror every single morning. Or two find an environment that was more befitting who I was, which this environment that I'm in now is that. And what you're describing, a lot of people live their whole career going through that feeling, not making any, any change because it's hard. It's scary. It's, you know, and so uh, how'd you develop the courage to take that action? We talked about the first chapter of Tommy's book, like taking action, but how did you get the courage to do that? The courage, I believe, started in late 2017 after the first of the two 
periods, one in 2017, one in 2019, where I was laid off in a reduction in force. And at that time, I did not have any of the self-management tools that I have now. I was depressed. I was borderline alcoholic. I was somebody who just, for lack of a better word, hated himself. And my body responded to that by elevating the blood pressure to the point that it was 180 over 110 when I landed in the hospital with chest pains, back of the neck pains, et cetera. I literally thought that I was having a heart attack. Uh, fortunately, fortunately, I was not. It started a journey for me that took most of 2018 to put the right personal systems in place for me to better manage myself and to truly appreciate what I wanted in life. And I thought that that was a re-entry into the large corporate environment to play in the same sandbox, but be smarter and wiser in terms of what I wanted from it. So when the same thing happened again to me in 2019, I realized that I had learned a lot. I was completely different from how I was and that the one thing I had not learned was that wasn't the sandbox that I wanted to play in anymore. And that allowed me to have the courage to make the leap. When you become self-aware of a particular aspect of your life, it is very hard to unring that bell. And I would say that when the second of the two reduction in forces uh, came my way, I became very self-aware that that was not the sandbox I wanted to play in. Thanks for being so vulnerable and sharing your struggles. Yeah, it's, uh, I really appreciate that. Scott, I've got one last question for you. Um, it's actually the question I usually start with. So trying to mix things up here in the Morning Upgrade podcast. So in a couple of minutes, and then we'll wrap up with you telling everyone how they can learn more about you. Give us in a couple of minutes, you mentioned before we start recording, you've got your morning routine, but you also have a nighttime routine. So in a couple of minutes, just give us a rundown of what that looks like. Sure. So let me start with the nighttime routine first. Nighttime routine is once my kids are in bed, right? I'll do about 15 minutes tops in terms of taking a look at my uh, task management system. I use a combination of technologies, including Slack and Trello, in order to organize both my personal and my professional life and say, these are the ones that I want to prioritize when I wake up the next morning. We're going to get them done. Morning comes, I tend to wake up like 5.20, 5.30, you know, get some coffee, get some water, start to dust off the slumbers for lack of a better term. My kids also wake up at that time because their bus is at 6.30 in the morning. So my first routines are really just making sure got them fed, they're all dressed up, any things that I need to sign are signed, et cetera. I'm really just focusing on them for the first hour. Once I get them on the bus, I go back and I'll turn on my Calm app. Highly recommend for those people who believe meditation. It's a great app. I'll do the daily Calm listening for about 10 minutes where I will just ground myself and bring myself to centering for the rest of the day. And then I will go through what I call my power task list hour. So all of that work that I had done 
at the end of the previous day, that sets me up for that one hour the next morning in terms of knocking out the big things or setting up the remainder of my day so that get breakfast in the system, get some exercise, and then just work through the remainder of the day. So that's my routine. I love the bookend approach, nighttime, morning and nighttime. I think there's a lot to take away from that. Um, I also like how you mix you know, family with the routine. You know, it uh, sounds like you're a big family guy. And so I appreciate the fact that you're mixing them together. I'm sure they're learning from you, whether you see it or not or realize it or not. I hope so. There are many dimensions to what I would consider to be a successful life. One of the biggest ones is that my son and daughter find their way to having a fulfilling life and that myself and my wife in some small way were eating that. I'm in the same boat, so I can't agree more. Well, this was great, Scott. Really appreciate the time you took and everything you shared with us. If someone wants to connect with you, learn more, uh, where should we send them? So if you are in the Atlanta area and you want to learn more or check out my locations, you may look us up as Premier Martial Arts Sandy Springs or Premier Martial Arts East Lake, which is uh, the section of Marietta that we are in. We are accessible through Facebook. We are accessible through Google My Business. We also have our websites, PMAEastLake.com and PMASandySprings.com. And we'd love to see, particularly if you're in the Atlanta area and you want to talk more in terms of your goals and how we may be of service through our curriculum and our philosophy, love to see you on the map. Perfect. Thanks, Scott. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.